Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Wednesday here on Sky Sports Radio. And there's plenty to discuss as well right across the board because uh, it's an extremely busy time in harness racing. We're a month today in terms of date out from the first round of heats of the Inter-Dominion for 2023. There is feature racing in five jurisdictions this week and New South Wales have a a part to play in quite a few of those. And uh, we're now within two weeks of the New Zealand Cup. On the New Zealand Cup front, uh, news in the last hour or so that unfortunately, whilst we were looking forward to having two representatives from New South Wales contest uh, that feature on the second Tuesday in November out of Addington, after his disappointing performance on Sunday in the Battle of Beersheba, Spirit of St. Louis is no longer heading across. Uh, some blood results not quite to the likening of the McCarthy stable and therefore uh, it's going to be Swayze flying the flag for Australia and New South Wales as a lone representative in this year's feature. So disappointing for connections, but uh, he's hoping it's a quick fix and he can get back on track for that Inter-Dominion series. So Swayze currently the second favourite with Tab uh, for that New Zealand Trotting Cup as well. A Menangle trialling session underway at the present time. The fast class trial uh, going the way of JOK, defeating Antonia. She's back in for another preparation. They rated 153 and two home in 27-7, 27-2. So that trialling session well and truly underway and results and replays will be up a little later. We'll be good to see Maximus Meridius go around uh, once more. He's having his fourth trial back. He trialled right through October and he's having another today. Uh, Of course, the Trot New South Wales and Foundation Series victor. So it looks as though he's getting back up and about for a Breeders' Crown tilt. So that's Maximus Meridius going around in trial number five in the not-too-distant future. We race at Bathurst this afternoon. Yesterday... uh, for the last day in October, we raced at Menangle and also at Leeton at Menangle yesterday. A few results of note. Well, first and foremost, Cam Hart was able to drive five of the eight winners on that card. So Cam had a real afternoon out. Captain Ritchie was successful. Of course, a Group 1 winner last year as a three-year-old. A Sahara Sirocco took out the fast class in 52-3. and three. Defiant, who was successful in the... Uh, regional championships state final last year he was also in the winner's circle so uh, an ultimate bird is probably a horse that you can write into your black book he was first up from New Zealand for uh, the BPM bloodstock team he rated 151 and 1 home in 26 and 5 so uh, some very intriguing results and probably a few horses to watch going forward out of yesterday's Menangle meeting in particular. We head to Bathurst this evening. Nine races tonight, the first getting underway at 6.15. And I thought Olivia Frisbee had quite a a strong book of drives and her five-point concession claim is really getting utilised, particularly in that Western region at the present time. So she's our guest for On The Pace this morning to go through her book of drives. Good morning, Olivia. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. You must be pretty chuffed with how uh, the season is going all in all. 28 wins on the board. Do you have a, a number in mind that you're working towards? It's all starting to tick over nicely for you and you're getting plenty of opportunities. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say I have a number because it's been my best season yet, so I'm pretty happy 
with the way I'm going so far. But, yeah, everyone's given me some good opportunities and trainers keep putting me on. So, yeah, it's been good. Your five-point concession, of course, is certainly uh, helping out, getting some uh, good opportunities from several different trainers. But have you found, because the concession system's changed in the last few months, able, probably enabling it to be more used more extensively, have you, have you found an upswing since that sort of uh, occurred and, and you're getting a, a few more chances? Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, um yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, able to use my claim in a lot more races now and trainers are always asking and, you know, it's sort of hard at the moment. I've been getting too many. I, it's hard to knock a few back. But, um, yeah, it's definitely been a lot better and um, the horses are getting into better races and, yeah. Yeah, certainly uh, you won't knock back those opportunities. Let's get stuck into your drives because you do have a, a busy night. You kick off in the opener, race one with exclusive dancer, who's going to go around at a, a bit of a price, but uh, he was successful first up at Ugara, uh going back to a few starts ago. And subsequent to that, he's had second row draws to contend with. And I thought he was a little unlucky last time out as well. Yeah, definitely. His run at Ugara was quite nice um he was back in grade two in that race too but yeah his last start he was drawn seven i think and yeah he was just unlucky he just got held up a little bit and but he hit the line strong it's just the draw hurts him tonight and there's a bit of speed inside us so i don't really know what grant's going to want me to do there but yeah the way he hit the line his last start i think you'll you know put another good race in all right, that's race number one. A slightly better barrier draw in race number three with Rostover. Uh, this filly's only lightly race. She's had the four starts for a win and a minor placing. That win came on debut in, at Parks back mid-year. She was pretty good in that first preparation. Then she's been put away. You've been aboard for the uh, two trials back. What have you made of them? Yeah, she had, she's been 14 months since she last seen the racetrack and from an injury, so... I was happy enough with the trials and it's been three weeks since those trials. I've just been focusing on having her right and ready to race. I didn't want to go in underdone, but I don't think I can have her any more ready. But, yeah, it's just like I said, it's, she's lightly raced and she's still quite green. So it'll just depend on how she feels and what will happen early. But, yeah, I'm confident enough I've got her right. Yeah, well, I didn't even notice that, that she'd had... I was just looking at the dates and not realising. So she had that injury, and, and uh, it's clearly been a work in progress. Uh, in terms of those trials, uh, you mentioned that you just wanted her to do everything right. In terms of the times, they were solid enough. She was a, a go-forward filly last season when she was... Uh, well, she was able to lead and win on debut, and then again she went forward for that last run when second. So... I guess, what do you do tonight? What's your mindset heading into this evening being first up? Is it a case of just wanting her to to hit the line strongly or, or are you confident that she's forward enough to be driven uh, where you can take advantage of that, I guess, positive enough draw? Yeah, a bit of both. Like, it just it's just going to depend on how she feels at the mobile. Um, like I said, she is green. She can be a little bit funny, like, just steering up to the mobile, but... She does have quite good gate speed. If I wanted to use it, it would just be something, yeah, I have to decide. And I don't think there's a whole lot of speed inside me, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm still unsure on what to do. I just don't know whether it's the right thing to do yet, but she definitely does have the speed to be driven forward, and I do think she's strong enough. Um, yeah, I think I have a right, so, yeah. 
All right, well, we'll wait with interest tonight with Ross Dover and certainly whatever she does tonight, you would expect there to be benefit through and will be a good lead to how things will progress for this preparation. Uh, race number four, Vamos goes around here again. A winner with you aboard two starts ago. Was able to come from a long way back. That was a pretty impressive performance. Yeah, definitely. He's a nice horse. I really like him. Um, he's just not the best gated horse, so barrier one probably not suited it wasn't last week he didn't go up the sprint lane real good and broke stride um he's drawn one again tonight but there's a fair bit of speed so i'd say i'll stay out of it and just see if he'll hit the line good no matter what just depends how far he gets back and yeah if he was drawn anywhere else i'd be confident you know but each week he just hits the line and but yeah it's just the barrier which worries me a little bit well, in terms of the the extra trip tonight, Olivia, do you think that's a benefit to him? Does it allow you to just, uh, I guess, let him find his feet a little bit more? He raced over it a few starts ago and he won over it back in August. So some horses it can be of detriment to, but I would assume that it's probably no worry for you. Yeah, definitely. It's probably more suited for him um, as there probably will be a bit of speed in this race. Um, so we can just stay out of it. And yeah, he'll hit the line strong and just depends on if he can get the good run through and hopefully don't end up too far back. That's race number four. We move across to race number seven. This is a two-year-old Phillies event. She's a punter. She's had four starts. She's been placed in three of them. You've been aboard for all of her runs to date. What sort of impression does this filly leave on you? Yeah, I really like her. She's definitely knocking on the door for Grant. Um, she has good gate speed too. It's just we got the favourite draw mine and it's had four trials at its first start, so I'm not too sure what it can do. Um, yeah, her only problem is she can over, she's over-raced the last two starts, so, you know, if she comes back to me, I think she's a good chance. To, yeah, just the draw's a little bit awkward and I'll just have to talk to her and see what he wants to do without firing her up too much. And Yeah, if she fires up too much, it's just hard, but... I really like her. She hasn't been out of the money for her last four starts and she's just getting closer and closer. Well, she's shown that good gate speed at her last few, but you've managed to, to find a helmet with her. Does Is there a possibility that if she's out in front, if that scenario occurs, that she'll be a little more comfortable or is she a filly at this point in time that having a helmet is required to, to allow her to not overdo things too greatly? Um, I guess it's something we'll have to try. She's never been in front, but I do think she'll be more relaxed without a helmet, especially after being used out of the mobile, because we've just, she, she, once you fire up, she just doesn't come back. But, yeah, I guess it's just something we'll find out when the day happens. All right, that's the race number seven, the two-year-old Phillies. We move across to race number eight, Rock the Nation here. Again, your five-point concession being utilised with the David Mickaliff stable. A wide front row draw. You've been aboard this horse at his last couple of starts and he's had more positive barrier draws. Last time out was beaten a, a long way, but that was behind a pretty top filly. So I would assume that despite the beaten margin, you couldn't have been disappointed with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, we didn't. We knew we couldn't beat it, and we were hoping we'd be able to get across. And the two inside me galloped, so he didn't have to do much work at all. And as soon as he got that helmet, I knew, you know, it'd just be a race for second. So, yeah, he done well to hold his ground and hold on for second. Um, tonight's a little bit hard. It's an even field, and I don't know what Dave's going to want me to do. He's got good gate speed. Um, they seem to use his gate speed more on the half mile tracks so he gets around. The track's a bit better when he's up front and a little track, but he does get around Bathurst better. So he can be driven from behind and, you know, 
but yeah, he's got the gate seat there if he wanted to use it. But yeah. We'll wait and see what happens there with Rock the Nation. But he is racing really consistently, knocking on the door to win another race. And the last on the card, uh, Royal Studley goes around here. This fellow's had the five starts, a a lone placing uh, coming back on debut back in September. You've jumped aboard at his last few starts, and he's had some pretty horrible barrier draws to contend with. But he's been hitting the line pretty well, I thought. Yeah, definitely. He's first night, he's got it little bit better to draw. Um, yeah, he hasn't been getting beaten far and he's hitting the line good. Um, yeah, I think he's ready to win one, depending on... I don't think he's been used out of the mobile before and what um, Jake will want me to do there, but the, the draws are starting. If he hits the line as good as he has been for me, um, I think he'll be right up there. Yeah, an interesting race out over the extended distance as well. Uh, he raced over it. Well he, well, he has raced over it once in the past when he was well beaten, but he had to do a fair bit of work on that occasion. So Royal Studley there looks a, a good chance in an even race to close out the night. You've got a, a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to Barry draws this evening, Olivia, probably on the worst side more often than not with some tricky gates. But is there a horse tonight that you're heading to the races with with a little bit of confidence surrounding? They all look as though they can probably run cheeky races but with a bit of fortune on their side. But who do you think is your best chance of greeting the winner's circle with? I probably have to say Ross Dover. Um I just I have a lot of time for this horse and she tries her hard out and if she can get it good spot I think you know I think she's good enough to win it um obviously it's I'll be happy with a place or a check but I think with the right run and how the race plans out I think she'll she's my best chance all right, that's race number three this evening. Horse number four, Rostover, first up from a long break, but uh, clearly giving good indications through those trials and track work. She's going around presently at 8.50 with tab fixed prices at the moment. So race three, number four, Rostover, that race tonight at 7.13 at Bathurst. Appreciate your time this morning, Olivia. Continued success. Here's hoping there's a winner or two tonight uh, to add to that tally. And uh, here's hoping the good opportunities keep flowing your way. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Olivia Frisby joining us this morning. She's got a really solid book of drives this evening and her concession claim of five points certainly being well utilised tonight at Bathurst. Just again, race three, number four, Ross Stover has been highlighted as her best chance on tonight's card. That's Bathurst. Nine races, the first getting underway at 6.15. Fields are out for the majority of uh, the remaining week, including Saturday night's Menangle card, where there's eight races, the Nick Robin free-for-all is uh, the feature that thirty thousand dollar race is the sixth on the card. Hi, my name is Jeff. It's currently the dollar fifty five favourite. There, there's also the Sky Racing WA Derby on uh, Friday evening. Next Friday night, the WA Pacing Cup is staged, and Loyalist will go around there uh, at Melton on Saturday night. Brave U Kelly goes around in the Queen of the Pacific. So good luck to connections there. She's taking on the likes of Encipher, Ladies in Red. Uh, treachery is there, as is Amore Vita. So that's going to be a really strong race for good to see New South Wales representation as well. That's on the pace for this Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow morning to recap tonight's Bathurst card and also look forward to tomorrow's doubleheader with Tamworth and Penrith both racing.